welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Hey, welcome back to Hour 2 of the Fitness Fanatics. If you missed any part of the show, you can check us out on our podcast page on theticketfm.com. You just have to go on to Ticket Weeknights, and we're kind of under that umbrella there. Um, we are joined in studio by Lori, the owner of three Fleet Feet. She has <laughs> one in Lincoln that's right next to our Farrell's location off 77th and Pioneers, and then she has two in Omaha. So this next segment, we kind of want to get into like what Fleet Feet is and what like what do you offer for people and like what do you specialize in and, and just stuff like that. So kind of how it got even got started, mm-hmm. you know, like um, – because so, yeah. Fleet Feet's a franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we there's a Fleet Feet in Iowa. We yeah, we do. just walked by it last week, and I was like, oh, look, there's Fleet yeah, Feet right we here. Yeah. <laughs> we did, yep. <laughs> I know. I so, yeah. It. Well, yeah, so Fleet Feet, um, I'll give you some back history, too, yeah, for let's some do people that, that oh, are. Oh, yeah, because like back yes, history. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so I, I've been open a total of eight years, and the first three years I was Red Dirt Running Company, and um, – the two guys that I partnered with with Red Dirt Running Company owned a Red Dirt Running Company in Omaha. Um, and so I partnered with them to open up this location, got it open for three years. They decided at that point the Omaha location, they wanted to close it because they ran the Manhattan Running Company in Manhattan, Kansas. Okay. And they didn't want to drive any longer. Mm-hmm. And so they told me, well, Laura, you can have a couple options. You can just buy the name. You can keep the name. We're going to close the store or you're welcome to buy the store in Omaha, too. And so I went ahead and bought the store in Omaha, and instead of keeping the Red Dirt name up there and keeping that all together, I had known of Fleet Feets. There are none in the Midwest. There weren't at that point in time, really. Right. Um, and so I reached out to them to see to learn more about that, to kind of see what their goal was, what their outlook was, and loved everything that they stood for. And so I ended up partnering with them and switched to Fleet Feet then at that point. So I've been a Fleet Feet for five years. Okay. Um, and then bought that store up in Omaha. And Fleet Feet is a franchise. So mm-hmm. I am a locally owned franchise like yourselves. Yeah, yeah, right. So I mm-hmm. do everything. I run everything. I make all the choices. I do all the buying. Basically, I have an umbrella over me that helps guide me is how I say it. So if I need help um, getting advice on different marketing options, Things like that. Um, you know, obviously, too, I with that umbrella, I get better buying power, too. And so I'm able to bring in different types of shoes that some stores may not get, different things like that. So in my mind, it was a win-win. And so mm-hmm. I could better serve my community and bring more options to the table. Right. So mm-hmm. that is, that's sort of fleet feet. And then um, about two months ago, I decided to open a second location in Omaha. So we're open um, – down in Exarban Village, <laughs> have you ever been down oh, there yeah. by Baxter Arena? Okay. It's a really cool area, and so I've been wanting to get down there. UNO is right there, too, and it's been really, really well-received. The trail's right there, the Keystone Trail, so we do a lot of group runs right there, and it's it's been a blast. That's and the awesome. other store is um, West Omaha, so I service more Gretna, Millard, Elkhorn area. I'm 180th and center there. Mm-hmm. Lincoln, obviously, is right beside you guys. Right, so, right. Yeah. So <clears throat> what kind of, like, so you think, oh, we just have, okay, they have shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Now, one of the cool things, like when we, when we first moved here, we went over there. And, and one of the cool things you guys do is, is kind of a running test. Like mm-hmm. you get on the treadmill, you have a camera on your feet, and you recommend like what type of shoes. Because like when I started running, I'm like, oh, 
just going to run with Nikes. These are amazing. <laughs> and then you start thinking, what? There's other brands like yeah. Yeah. Brooks. I've never even heard of Brooks. I've never heard of mm-hmm. Mizuno. Yeah, we've never heard of these yeah. shoes before, you know. So purchased at Fleet Feet. If you're looking <laughs> to start, if you've never ran before, like shoes yeah. are are key to this. Yeah. Like when it's I first difference. got my Brooks, I mean, putting my feet in there was like, this is amazing. I mean, it's just like on pillows. You just stick Louds. your foot in there. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool with the padding and everything. So. Um, if anybody's wanting to get started running, kind of lead us through like that whole process of finding the right shoe and how you guys do that with the technology mm-hmm. instead of just being like, Oh, you, know, you just get these, yeah. like finding the shoe, to finding fit your that favorite color. Foot. Yes. That's my thing. Favorite when, color. When, yeah. yeah. When you become a runner, that's how you know you're a runner because you don't really choose your shoes. Right. Like you go in and I have, yeah. I have ran with the ugliest shoes sometimes, <laughs> yes. but I've never felt more like a runner yeah. in those shoes. Yeah, because that's I, exactly, that's right. a good way to put it, yes. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. And then it keeps me from wearing them not running too. There so you go. That, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. yeah. No, that is right. And so we were definitely a specialty running walking shoe store. And so... We pride ourselves in our fit process, which is exactly what you were talking about. We have upgraded it now from the treadmill. And so when I converted to Fleet Feet, I had the treadmill for a while, then we switched. I had option to do this. This was my decision. But we actually now do a 3D scan of your feet. And mm. so... Um, you we, haven't had that done? No, and you know yeah. what? Oh, I think I, I probably have. need to because I do need some new running <laughs> shoes yeah, okay. if I'm going to yeah. do anything running related. Really it is. And, you know, it's, it's a different <laughs> way of fitting people, but... What I have found is I am able then to show my customers why I'm choosing this shoe based on the shape of their foot. Everyone's feet are shaped different as we know. Our feet change over time. Some people have high, low arches, wide, narrow feet, all Mm -hmm. these things. And for many years, people have always wondered why their feet hurt. Mm -hmm. Well, most of the time they're in the wrong shoe, especially working out. Um, So once we take that picture of your foot, then we go through and explain to you, well, your arches are fairly low. You have a high volume foot. That's why your instep hurts in the shit shoe feels really tight on top and you know, all these things that they and then they just look at me like you are so right this is exactly <laughs> how I have felt yeah. and thank you and so from there then we know shoes that's what I do I learn the shoes the shoes change every year usually for the good not always oh, <laughs> yeah. I hate it that's when always, my favorite shoe goes away <laughs> and so but we know those things and so then I can tell you this is what has changed and we may need to go this route mm-hmm. now because this shoe is more similar so but you know it it narrows everything down and makes it a lot easier for us to choose shoes and then we obviously visit with our customers like how often do you work out have you had knee or hip problems all these other things too that we can have that conversation and and go from there but Mm -hmm. a lot of my customers aren't runners I know that's hard to believe but people are on their feet all day long we get a lot of healthcare providers we work closely with uh, PTs chiropractors and podiatrists and so they really value what we do because we really can get more technical and and see different things than what other stores can see. Right. And um, but everyone, no matter who you are, needs a good shoe. It starts with our feet, and so that is that is our job, and it's really fulfilling. And so it's 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 good. It's exciting. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, runners, we pound the pavement and definitely need that shoe, and so it's super important to us. And we go through shoes. We go through them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Any, what other, any other services like that, that you guys provide just, I mean, cause like you said, you think shoes, anything else that, that you sell that like people are wanting to come in and get something that yeah. you have just, just non shoe related. Right. Yeah. We, um, 
obviously there's people unfortunately get injured and yes. so mm -hmm. uh, as we're working out whether it's in a gym or running at home and so we sell a lot of different products for those type of things so there's knee braces ankle achilles tendonitis you know runner's knee is what i call it but mm -hmm. all these things so we have different options for that to help guide them through that i'm not going to say it's going to mm -hmm. fix but there are definitely options to help nurse their way through those those different scenarios uh foam rollers obviously that's something you guys utilize oh. as well too mm -hmm. Love foam um i always say to I use do not, that but yes they hurt, no. they, yeah it's a good hurt that's <laughs> it what is say. it's a good hurt. um but many options yeah. for those you know we see plantar fasciitis a lot and so we have a mm -hmm. lot of different options to help um with that process and getting that taken care of and hopefully cured and then um, obviously we sell watches and all these other apparel, uh, yeah. runner nutrition is what I call it. It's mm -hmm. not really used for anything else. That's all I sell in my store. I don't sell any type of supplement or anything, just what you use while you work out. Uh, like so the goos and exactly the gummies right. and stuff. Yeah. Choose yep. goos, what you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's all I kind of keep it narrowed and honed into that kind of stuff and let other people deal with the supplement type of things. But Everything you could possibly think of running or walking or working out in general, mm -hmm. we have it at the store. So okay. it works pretty good. Yeah. Question, yeah. Nicole? Well, like, what do you have? Like, if you have someone that comes in and they're, I'm sure this happens where they really have never ran and they're mm -hmm. wanting to start running. Like, yeah. what are the, some of the things that you recommend to people when they're just starting? Running? Yep. So that, that's my favorite customer when they yeah. come in and they tell me that I'm just getting going. And that happens quite often, especially mm -hmm. right now, the weather's getting better and uh, races all pick up in the fall. So mm -hmm. we see a lot of new runners getting started right now. Obviously the first thing we do is get them fit for shoes, go through that. Um, one of our biggest sellers is socks. And so we sell a ton of um, we just have a couple different brands, and socks can be a make or break, honestly, when you're working mm -hmm. out. The cotton sock just doesn't do it anymore. And so um, that's when you get blisters, mm -hmm. you know, different things like that. Uh, and so we sell a ton of socks, and that's kind of goes hand in hand when people buy shoes almost anymore. Um, on top of that, you know, a lot of it, you don't necessarily need a Garmin, things like that, to mm -hmm. get started. But I will educate them on all these different things they can start adding in. So at that new runner, I really just talk about new shoes, how long they should last. A lot of people think a shoe should last a year, and mm -hmm. you should not have a shoe for a year even, honestly. And so we always say about six months or three to 500 miles. You can keep the shoe, but you're more prone to injury at that point because the shoe brands would not be in business if they, you know, that is just how long they are made to right, last and support right. our It's like body. tires, exactly right, for right. a car. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yep. So we educate that new runner and then kind of guide them through the steps of what the next steps are needed as you start through your journey and injury prevention and all those yeah. products as well, too. What do you think some of the m more common mistakes people make when they first start running? Like, I don't know. And I didn't go see. I didn't. I just when I started running, I just wore whatever tennis shoes I had. When well, I yeah, that's why I right. Yeah. You right, put on yeah. your little like, black I Nikes I, that I yeah. just wear all over. <laughs> I probably I had been a year and a half, two years into running before I went to the Fleet Feet in Iowa. Mm -hmm. that we, like before I even thought maybe I should <laughs> get some different shoes. Maybe in. I should consult like a professional. Yeah. yeah. So what, what are doing? some yes. advice you would give like to those yeah, new runners? I guess a lot of new runners tend to over overdo it, obviously. Yes. And so they will take off because they feel really good in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And they log a ton, a ton of miles that first or second week. 
and then they never finish training and they mm-hmm. don't they're hurt and they just it's kind of like starting a new diet almost you know and so it's kind of the same sense with working out and you guys probably see this a little bit in your gym too yeah. so a lot of it is just baby steps we did our first 5k class this summer and that was so fun mm. those are like i said those are my favorites honestly because they are so excited about it. they're so excited to learn about train the proper way to train and to start slow with a run yeah. walk you know wherever mm-hmm. they're at in their journey mm-hmm. we talk a ton about nutrition um we talk a lot about uh cross training and mm-hmm. that you know you should do us and go to ferals at least twice a week mm-hmm. and so um especially my age group in the 40s uh definitely need to talk about strength training and cross training and all those things too if you want to do it forever yeah i've done i obviously do ferals when i'm training for races too and i've done in iowa we had kind of a running group and we had Mm -hmm. the biggest mistake we see for runners that are doing ferals and then want to add running is they keep coming to kickboxing because that's fun and then they run on strength training days and And i'm like it should be the opposite you should be running on kickboxing (laughs) day don't kickbox run come to strength training um i did that i know i did that i was that person when i first started running um but i've when i've done races before with my friends that are we're members of ferals but they would do that they they would find an excuse to skip strength training i love strength training it's my favorite so that was never a problem for me but there were many rain training days race training runs where mm-hmm. we would be running together and i would be waiting at them at at the top at the of hill. the hill yes. <laughs> you know, because they aren't doing the strength yeah. training you know yep. and so going up and down those hills was really hard on their bodies yeah. so strength training is so important i think people really at first and it's hard because People are like, okay, I want to run a 5K. And then you tell them, like, you know, your first runs should really be really short. And yeah. not a, and that's such a weird mentality that nothing that we do exercise related yeah. is that way. Right. So I know. And I think with our members, too, that can sometimes be hard because they're used to working out for 45 minutes. And I would never recommend someone transitioning from ferals into running to go do a 45-minute run. Right. You know what I mean? Right to out them, of the gate. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. To them, a workout is 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you're only running for 10 minutes to start, you know, yeah. doing yeah. a little run, walk, build up slowly. And, well, that's and it's such a hard yeah. mentality for people. It's like being in different – there's, like, different types of shape, right? Yeah. So you have your feral shape versus your running shape. Mm-hmm. Like, when I haven't ran for a long time, you know, I feel like, Hey, I'm in pretty good shape. I do yeah. ferals, but then I go to run and I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm well, because you don't so do out of shape. Part of what we do. You don't do the same thing for a sustained right. amount of time. Right. Like you do yeah. for running. Yeah. Right. So that can be hard. Yeah. We have sure. a member now that's, that comes to 4am and he's training to do a marathon in September. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember he, he'd heard us on the ticket Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, well, I'm going to do a marathon in September. You know, is this, is this going to help hurt, help hurt? And I was like, no, it's going to help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't missed a class. Love it. Yeah. He goes, he, after, like two or three times a week after class, he goes up to Holmes Lake right after his class gets over at 5 a.m. and does his runs yep. around the lake and stuff. And he says, you know, the first mile is a little, little tough, mm-hmm. but after yeah. that, it's, you know, he's feeling really good. So he's, yeah. and he's, he's lost. We just did our five week check-ins and he's down like three or 4% body fat. Wow. He's, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he's feeling so good. Mm-hmm. And so looking forward to seeing what his time is. Oh, he's, yeah. I think he's doing it in Salt Lake okay. City mm-hmm. in September, mm-hmm. but he's loving it. So he's doing both, Yeah, you know, and then people are, sometimes they'll quit ferals 
Well, I'm, gonna, I'm training for the half And sometimes it depends on your goals, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And it can be hard to juggle both. So sometimes it, it depends on what your Because some people have is. real jobs, yeah. unlike us. Right. <laughs> or we have all the time. Or if you have a whatever, really aggressive you know? goal, you do have to get that volume of yeah. running mm-hmm. in. It can't yeah. be. Like for us, when we do half marathons, because we work out so much, really I can get away with make sure I strength train. I'm teaching kickboxing multiple times mm-hmm. a day, sometimes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So as long as I get maybe one run in during the week and then those long runs on mm-hmm. the weekends, that's enough. Yep. But that would not be enough if my goal was, if I had an aggressive like time yep. goal, I yep. would have to definitely. So I think that's the thing too. You kind of have to, yes. that you probably deal with, with your uh, customers is like, making their goals their actions align with their goals and not everybody has like a bq goal but you still want them to finish and you want them to like it and come back and come back into the store and be excited about it and not like never run again exactly (laughs) yeah which is hard (laughs) it is hard and a lot of people they look at running and think it isn't as hard as it is, mm-hmm. honestly. And I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, yeah. but you definitely have to put the work in. Oh, no matter so what mental. it looks like, you can't, like you were saying with the marathon, between the half and full marathon and training, like it, you do have to put the work in, but um, a lot of it is mental as well too. So like mental. you have to have your head wrapped around it you for do. sure too. Because yeah. it is. Especially the it, fulls. Like oh, you just yeah. can't. You no. just can't fluff your way through training. No, you cannot. I mean, so I know if I am going to sign up for a full, I need to be running four days a week. Yeah. Or a half, I can run yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and be fine, yeah. you yep. know, but I just remember doing our, because I always had followed the Hal Higdon oh, yeah. marathon training mm-hmm. for beginners, you know, mm-hmm. so I would do like, yeah, his kind of what, what he always kind of talked about was whatever your long run is like you did 17 miles, you know? So during the week you should get 17 miles in and just kind of match that. That's always what I had followed. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I did my 20 mile runs, I would do like this is the worst week ever. Five miles on Tuesday, 10 miles on Wednesday, <laughs> five miles on Thursday, 20 mile on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I so I'd have 20, 20, ever actually doing that. <laughs> I did. Though. And I can pull up on my run okay. keeper <laughs> okay. and pull all those up. All right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when I, I you, when I, when I, I also would, remember, does that include the time when I had to come pick you up because you couldn't, the times that you couldn't finish, I had to come pick you up. There's a couple times <laughs> like that. You just legs just can't. Cause not every, most races, see, no, most runs are not going to be yeah. your best. But when you're oh, doing, no. no. 10 mile runs yeah. you just you have to be focused on nutrition yeah. and yeah have your body ready for it and yeah. when my body wasn't ready for it because <laughs> of my nutrition usually and i had always felt better on my long runs i always felt better if i got the miles in during the week obviously yeah. always yeah yeah you know I and agree. it was just kind of like you know and, and then in my mind when i'm training for a marathon i'm like three miles like I don't want to do three miles. This is (laughs) like a waste of time, Mm -hmm. right? But they all add up. They do. And I Mm -hmm. always feel so much better on the long run days if I put the time in during the week. Yeah. And what I learned too was with our 5K class this year, and I like, I just have to keep bringing it back because they, we train a lot of them by minutes. And so, and that is that very beginner person. And you guys have done classes before. And so, they, I mean, our three to five miles is their 15 to 25 minutes. Like mm-hmm. that is of running. Yes. And so yes. Um, you forget starting out. Like it's so 
fun to go back mm-hmm. and listen to their journey and what they want to accomplish. And that is huge. And yeah. so I, I love it when people have a goal to run a 5k. Um, there used to be so many 5k's in Lincoln mm-hmm. and everywhere, and there aren't as many anymore. Yeah. If you look yeah. around, so they, they've kind of gone away. A lot of that is COVID, but they're coming back again. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. people realize sign up, do these fun charity races, track club races, all the things. And, um, remember you just have to start slow. Yeah. yeah. And I think <laughs> yeah. the word race is intimidating to people too, because yeah. you think that it's like a race. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's a hundred like, meter in the right. Olympics. Here yeah. We go. Here we go. I know. Yeah. I think that's the biggest obstacle is letting people understand that like you're going to have all types of shapes and sizes and 100%. abilities of people on the, and that to me is the most fun it of is. doing races because yeah. you, you see people in just all we, when we did the havesy uh the havesy last year there was a kid that we were kind of back and forth oh, no it was we did dan to des moines and i mm-hmm. this past fall or spring that's and he had his arm in a brace and he was really shuffling like he couldn't move a lot you could mm-hmm. tell that it was hurt the movement was hurting so he was shuffling and we were run walking and he was kind of just slowly running and so we would see him and then pass him and he'd pass us. We'd kind of go back and forth. And at the end, we finished at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great job. I know that this was not what you wanted this day to look like. And yeah. he was like, no, it's not. But I was, <laughs> got, I just wanted to do it. And he was probably just as proud of himself oh, 100%. for doing that, even though it was nothing like what he planned the yeah. day to look like. Yeah, just, yeah. Little, just arm and embrace the whole time, yeah. which is really fun to see those people. In the real world, he probably would have smoked us if it had been best yeah. case scenario <laughs> for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get smoked by a lot of people. We do. <laughs> but yeah, so that is cool. That's a, a, it is. a reason why I would encourage people to train yeah. and, and be a part of some yes. of those races sometimes. Yep. But All right. Well, we're up, up for a break. Um, next segment, we're going to talk to Lori about the we're, we've been talking a little bit about the running training groups. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. And then also some upcoming events that Fleet Feed is putting on and, and stuff like that. So we'll get to that here when we come back on 93.7 The Ticket Fitness Fanatics.